Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for our daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. Find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Always tired this week because we have a lot of 8.30 starts. And yeah. uh, I apologize for saying there's an early game. I think uh, I don't know where I saw that. Well, if they heard the audio, they never heard that. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, yeah, definitely. This was a awesome game. We'll have to talk about this. Some un, a unlikely hero hit a grand slam today. And we'll talk about if that guy is even going to make the postseason roster because I've changed my mind. And that does happen sometimes, guys. And so, um, you know, who changes his mind a lot about who to follow? That's Sully over to the Locked On MLB podcast, and he likes to change his mind. Like he used to be a Red Sox fan, but now he's a Mariners fan, and uh, I'm sure he'll become an A's fan. I don't know, but he he likes to cover all the the different teams. And if you want all the insight in all the teams, go listen to the Locked On MLB podcast. He's on YouTube. We're on YouTube, so go subscribe to Locked On MLB podcast. Subscribe to us on the Locked On Astros podcast. Keep on subscribing. Keep on liking. Tell your friend to listen to us and keep on listening to us on odyssey apple uh spotify wherever you listen to your podcast keep on doing it guys and we're going on up and uh we want to keep on going up like the houston astros are and the magic number is six six is the magic number to uh clinch and you'll see the the partying i don't know if it's going to be as uh rad as the party party was with uh george springer uh, popping bottles, but I'm sure it's going to be a big celebration and I'm excited for it. And you know, who's excited for that as well? Steve Sparks. Cause he likes to get wet. Yeah, that's right. Sparky's going to get wet. That's right. Um, you know, this is a great win. It was a 17 hit outpouring, which led off with Jose Siri, absolutely demolishing a pitch in the game. Now that was his only hit for the day. But, man, was it a convincing home run. And that just kind of set the tone early, it seemed. You know, they they scored two runs, had four hits in the first inning. And then they kind of went silent. Eric, innings two through seven, they didn't plate a single run. And you wondered if it was going to be one of those close ball games, bring a closer in. You wondered if the Angels were going to sneak up and maybe find a runner run here or there to – to try to make this a game and they obviously had other other it, plans. It was the typical Astros game where they get a lot of runners on base, then the lob monster comes where they keep <laughs> on running uh, leaving runs runners on base and you're like, what the heck? If this is the playoffs, you got to get those runners in. No excuses. Um, no surrender. You got to take care of business. And if you're going to play a team like the White Sox, they're going to, they're not going to have any mercy and you can't have any mercy. You got to get those runners in, but the Astros did take care of business. And at the end of the day, it didn't matter. And you have Shohei Otani looking like a fool against uh, some of, um, Valdez's pitches that one uh, curveball, I think it was curveball or was a slider. I don't remember exactly what it was, but Otani doesn't look bad a lot. 
but that was a bad swing. And from Valdez, cut and all, flesh wound, whatever you want to call it, he looked great tonight. Yeah, he did. Um, he had the one inning where he, you know, he he let the, let the ball get away from a little bit, um, got the bases loaded, but they ended up inducing a ground ball, so got him out of the inning. And then Brooks Raley came up in the seventh inning, and he actually faced Otani. Otani hit the ball deep on him, but kept the ball in the park. Um, Raley is the guy that that you want facing someone like like Otani. Raley's been pretty unstoppable. Um, Raley has been pretty. What are you doing? Are you trying to give me a hint? Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you had a twitch. Um, hey, you know what? My screen's a little off. Oh, well, it's midnight. It's 12.01, so I don't care if my screen's too. <laughs> no, I do, but, man. Um, I do, man. Come on. Thing. Um, Eric, Brooks Raley has been absolutely dominant since the trade deadline. And mm-hmm. so th- we hey, need – His ERA is below five. When did we, that happen? Well – we need guys like that to step up big, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, dude, Brooks really hasn't been giving up runs. I mean, he hasn't even really been giving a hits. He's been striking out a lot of players. And so that's going to happen to your ERA. And, I mean, look, Marwan Gonzalez hits a grand slam. Um, and Marty Maldonado hits a home run. So you have these unlikely home run heroes tonight. Um I don't know if you want to save it for the last segment or talk about it now, but did, did you hint that your mind might be changed um, uh, about Marlon yeah, Gonzalez? Uh, we can talk about it right now. Since joining the Houston Astros, he is four for 21. Three of those hits have been for homers. That's, that's um, you might say, but Eric, that's good. He's got the extra base pop. Yes, that's great. He's got those extra base hits, but he's batting. I don't know. I I guess that what is that? Um, that's not a very. Well, good Gonzalez is hitting two oh two right now. Why well, no? He's got a. He's got a. He's got an OPS of five eighty nine. His that's OPS is two with the Astros. Well, he's two hundred points runs. under. Yeah, he's 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 two two hundred points under Martin Maldonado on OPS. Marwan Gonzalez, I know everybody loves Marwin. I'm not saying I don't like Marwin when I say this, but I do not give a roster spot to Marwin Gonzalez. I just don't. I give a roster spot, the 26-man spot, goes to Pete Solomon, period, end of story. It goes to someone, a pitcher, who can come in and help out. You don't have a third catcher. You don't have you don't have 13 position players. You have 12 position players. You have, you know what I'm saying? No, you have 13 position players, 13, 13 pitchers, but Marwan Gonzalez does not make this lineup. He's not a good enough hitter right now. I have a theory. Okay, Chan- well, give me your theory. Chandler Rome uh, tweeted something today. When in that situation, when Marwan Gonzalez came up, he said, I do not understand why he's leaving Marwan Gonzalez in and not pinch hitting Aled Ms. Diaz in this situation. Led Ms. Diaz has the better bat, and this is a perfect situation to bring him in. Here's why. Dusty Baker likes a veteran, and he's auditioning Marvin Gonzalez for a postseason role. So, yes. But Led Ms. Diaz is a veteran, too. Yes, but Led Ms. We all know what Led Ms. Diaz can do. He's auditioning 
Marwin Gonzalez to see what's going to happen. The Astros were already ahead. The Grand Slam was not necessary. I mean, it right. was great. Oh great. no, no, it, no! It, that's the thing, and don't and don't and don't hear me wrong. I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not saying I dislike Marwin. I I I love Marwin Gonzalez as a Hater. Houston Astro. Okay, no, I'm not. <laughs> but I. I am also, and I've learned, especially this season, to look at the facts and to look at the empirical evidence, Eric. Right. And you would be taking a roster spot from a guy who has a legitimately better bat to put Marwin on this team. And if you're willing to sacrifice that, then Who's Marwin, bat? I don't know. I'm just saying. if, if That bat would be Garrett Stubbs. If you take um, Garrett Stubbs and Garrett Stubbs, honestly. Okay, then you'd be taking a pitcher because I don't want I don't want Garrett Stubbs in the playoff no, 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 roster. No. In the, in the I want two round, catchers. You're you're gonna have you're gonna need that. You don't need uh, three catch. You don't need three catchers in a five game series. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You need. No. Uh, you're not gonna need all the pitchers in the five game series. That's in the seven game series. You're gonna need the uh, extra. True. Pitching. We've talked about this, and uh, you're gonna need the extra bat in the. the okay, so Taylor game. Jones. Taylor Jones has a 1,000 OPS. Why is Taylor Jones not up right now? Because he's not. Because Moran Gonzalez has taken his position. Okay. Moran Gonzalez has taken his spot on the Don't roster. Don't you think that if he was an option, that he would be up here? So. Yeah, he he should be up here. No, they okay. just made the choice not to. I'm just saying. uh, So I'm not saying that Marlon Gonzalez had to make this, and I would not bet on it. And in fact, I would bet that Garrett Stubbs (laughs) would be the guy who's probably going to make the postseason roster at this. I've changed my mind. Go ahead Mm. and tell me about betonline.ag. So we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right. I think somebody needs to send a memo to the Tampa Bay Rays and say, hey, the Astros are trying to catch you. You're not <laughs> supposed to win. Uh, you can only win three more games for the Astros to catch you. So can you go ahead and not win anymore? That would be great. Um, but you know who did lose? That would be the A's. And I know we talked about that beginning podcast, but the, the Mariners beat the A's. And uh, that's actually a good thing. So the Mariners kind of, um, I think they gain a game on the A's and the A's uh, gain a game, uh, go a game backwards. So six games for the magic number. And that's when they can start celebrating. Well, so, um, uh, then, but uh, the Astros look like as of right now, they'll be facing the White Sox. The Astro, the White Sox lineup is very right-handed. Uh, the whole, there's a, like, everybody's talking about Zach Rinke. I heard it all on the radio today. That Zach Rinke struggles versus right-handed hitters. And he does. there's a whole article in the athletic about it today. And 
They said that he's his velocity is down a little bit. It is a concern, but at the same time, you don't put a guy who hasn't pitched out of bullpen since 20, uh, 2008 in a bullpen in the playoffs. So he's and most likely going to be the fourth pitcher. With a Hall of Fame resume. Right. And Eric, I would be very surprised if they made him the game four pitcher. I'm just telling you, they are they are going to pitch him in game one or two. That is not what I would do. That is not ideal. But they are going to pitch Grinky and one. They're not going to pitch him on the road. They'll pitch him at home in Minute Maid Park. What? Uh, I, we'll see. We'll see. And I'm just it, saying. It, it all depends on how the thing. Everything. I mean. Lines I mean. Up, every yeah. everybody said Lance McCullers should be the opening day starter. Who was the opening day starter? Zach Grinky. Zach Grinke is going to get first choice in one of the first spots in this rotation because he's Zach Grinke. Not because he deserves it, not because it makes sense, but because he's Zach Grinke and he's a veteran. Now, if he doesn't, then they'll go counter to what they've done all season with veteran pitchers and players. I'm just saying that's the pattern that I see. That's my prediction because it just seems like that's what they do. Um, when you have, when you have the years, and that's why I think Odorizzi is going to be one of the starters in the ALDS because of his seniority, because of what they signed him to. His his contract is incentivated next year, and and this guy wants to prove himself. And Dusty's a big experienced guy. Now, if Murphy and all these other guys, these pitching coaches are making that decision, maybe they move Odo to the bullpen and they start or Akiti. You know what I'm saying? There's so much to talk about with that. Um, but really the bottom line is we don't know what they're going to do. Um, I think ideally McCullers goes game one, Valdez goes game two. That's what I would do, but they don't do what we think. Like you said, they don't care what I think. They don't care what the fans think. They're going to, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. That's, I mean, you know, I mean, speaking of caring about things, um, I never wish an injury on anybody. Oh, no, never, never. But uh, apparently, uh, Carlos Rondon started today for the White Sox and he left after the third inning and he said he wasn't right. And uh, Tony LaRusa said, We're concerned. And he said that uh, Tony Russo said that he needs to be examined and reassessed. But at this point, he thinks it's doubtful he pitches next week. So if this is a long-term thing, I know long-term is not, is, I don't know. I mean, if it goes into the playoffs, that could be a big issue for the White Sox playoff plan. Uh, it uh, plans because this is their ace. This is a guy who has shut the Astros down in the past. And this is a um, guy that a lot of Astros fans fear. So if he's out, that could be a whole different uh, can of worms. Oh yeah. That would, that would change. That would change a whole lot for them. But remember we, and I say we, the Astros took care of business at home versus the White Sox. So I think the fact that we have home field advantage in a White Sox series I think that bodes well for us. And like you said, we don't, we don't ever on the show wish that another, t- we, I, I want the opponent to be at full strength. And I know the Astros want, I mean, nobody wants anyone to get injured. 
But if an injury like that happens, that significantly increases um, the favor to be or the odds to be in the Astros' favor because when you lose, if you lose a big arm like that, you know what I'm saying? That would be huge. Um, that would be a big advantage for the Astros to exploit that because they're going to have to start somebody who wouldn't normally start. And But the White Sox are a complete team. They've got Robert back. They've got Moncada started kind of hitting. They, they have um, Abreu, you know, their big first baseman. They've, they've got players, and the playoffs are the best teams, and you've got to play your best. It doesn't matter how many games you win in the regular season. It only matters if you win the last game of the season. And the Astros are trying to get to that point. Thoughts by Dusty. If you just win, that magic number will no longer be magic. What? Did he say that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. If you just win, that magic number will no longer be magic. I'm making a graphic of that tomorrow. Oh my God. That makes no sense. I don't get it. Like that's, that's way too philosophical for me. What? So, <laughs> oh my. Uh, yeah, that was just classic. So, um, the Astros made some moves before today's game. Um, uh, we will talk a little bit more about uh, the actual game today. Um, but uh, Dusty Baker yeah. said that uh, Kyle Tucker is doing better, but he's not going to be able to play the field for a little bit. So he's able to hit. So we saw him actually play yeah. today's game, but he's not going to be able to play the actual field. So that's why you saw him DH, and this is something that he's probably not used to. So you can imagine him being like um, like Jose Altuve playing uh, playing the Cups uh, while he's DHing like he did a couple years ago. But um, also, uh, Michael Brantley hit uh, in cage today, so he's hoping that they, they still get him back on Wednesday or so. Uh, Peter Solomon, uh, he threw four innings uh, yesterday on m Monday, but uh, or on Sunday, so they're they had to make a move. Uh, Solomon would not be available for um, what four or five days because he threw four innings. Right. Also, uh, Ryan Stanek had to go on maternity leave, paternity leave. Sorry. Um, uh, so the Astros had to make a couple, a couple moves. So what they did was they brought Brandon Belak back. Hi, Brandon. You weren't gone very long. <laughs> he's he's on the taxi squad though, isn't he? Yeah. So I think he okay. was on taxi squad. So it was just like, hi, Brandon, you're back. Um, but the Astros also called up somebody that a lot of people may not have known before. Yeah. And uh, it's like one of those uh, situations where you're like, huh, who is this? And um, if you didn't have direct TV, you probably don't know about it. You talking about Seth Martinez? Yes, that's right. Um, so does this sound familiar to you? You've got a device that lets you catch the game live. Another one that lets you stream your favorite shows and you're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you all about the simple way to get all your entertainment you love without the hassle in a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter 
and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Package vary. Content varies by package. So what if you don't, your vehicle's not working and you need to get to the ballpark? You need to go to rockauto.com to get that part you need, right? That's right. The ever-increasing numbers of makes and models is now impossible for your local chain store auto parts place to stock all the parts you need. Why endure pointless, seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse carries? You don't have a choice in the matter. So save time and money when using rockauto.com. They have an amazing interface that is easy to use. It's user-friendly. Why spend 30, 50, sometimes 100% more just for the same parts? And why go somewhere else and get an upcharge because you are not a professional mechanic? Everybody pays the same low price. They're a family-owned business for 20 years. They treat you like family. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. That's right. We encourage you to go to rockauto.com and check it out. I've checked it out myself. The prices are reliably low. I mean, explore the website. Go see for yourself today. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Note to self, do not eat popcorn before a show. So uh, Ryan Stanek was placed on paternity list, so he can be gone. You and Dusty Baker tonight are killing me. (laughs) Um, Brandon Belak was recalled from uh, AAA, so he was actually at AAA. So he was actually Did you hear who they called up? Are you going to talk about that? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Also, Peter Solomon was optioned to taxi squad so that he is on the road trip in case there's another emergency. They have uh, he's still up there because he pitched great. And uh, he's uh, I know some uh, we talked earlier and you said uh, on another podcast and you said that he could be optioned for playoffs or something. So um, but we also saw the major league debut of Seth Martinez. He was um, a, a rule five draft pick in December and the minor league phase. And a lot of people are like Seth Martinez. Who is that? I'm glad you asked. He's actually got good stuff. Yeah. In 35 games with the uh, Sugarland Skeeters, he had a 2.87 ERA with 76 strikeouts and a 0.95 whip in 56 and two-thirds innings. So uh, this kid deserved this call-up. This wasn't a, oh, crap, we have nobody left. Oh, no, he deserved it. I mean, you know, they've got guys like J.P. France down there, that 25, 26-year-old pitcher that is that is killing it. He was, like, pitcher of the month, also pitcher of the week just recently. Um, they've got a plethora of talent down there. Sean Dubin, who's really not ready to come up yet, but they've, they've got some other arms down there. You know, um, Brett Canine has a lot of upside. There's a lot of people hoping him. I mean, Hunter Brown, you know, I mean, he's one of their top prospects. But the, I mean, the Skeeters are making moves. They are going. If y'all haven't been to a Skeeters game, y'all got to go. They've got some of the top. Our top five prospects are all in AAA right now in Sugarland. And Jeremy Pena is on fire since he's come up. Yeah, we'll talk about him in second. But you might be saying, but Eric, the forty-man roster is full. How the heck did they get Seth Martinez on the team? Here's how. Uh, Freddy's Nova was placed on the 60 day injured list and he is uh, dealing with a, um, a torn ACL. Mm. So oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. That means he's basically out for the season or he's yeah. been on the uh, injured list and they just transferred him to that. So that definitely means he is actually accumulating service time. 
So okay. congrats to him. So he's actually uh, accumulating uh, major league service time now. So congrats to him. He is actually a major leaguer now. He's getting paid at probably, I think, major league salary now. If I could be wrong with that, but I think that's what's happening when he gets placed on the 60-day IL. So interesting. congrats to him. That. He is getting some uh, – he is uh, – He's getting more coin. He got a little raise. So guess what that means? He's likely going to be called up uh, next year. He's going to probably make his major league debut early next year. But did you say ACL? Yeah. He tore uh, his ACL? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know if he'll be an early call up for the torn ACL. I don't well, know how maybe, long. Well, what, when he's ready is what right. I mean. Right. True. Okay. So. But here's the thing. In Sugarland, they've got Payne at third. They've got Pedro Leone at shortstop. I mean, dude. <laughs> right. And they 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 just called up Corey Lee, third number one prospect. You got Corey Lee. Jeremy Pena, Pedro Leon. You're talking about future Astros lineup guys. I mean, they're basically sporting a major league roster right now. I mean, right. and they've got guys we we don't even talk about much. CJ Hinojosa, JJ Machedic. I mean, they've got a, just a ton of talent in Sugarland. And Corey Lee got his first hit, his first Triple A hit tonight in the game, and so. Right. I love I love seeing it. Jeremy Pena coming back from the injury. Uh, he is uh, he he went two for three. I this is I don't know if this has been updated, but he went two for three tonight with two runs, a double, a home run, an RBI, a walk. Um, he's batting four thirty five, seventeen for thirty nine with four home runs and three stolen bases over the past ten games. So mm. this guy has come back after missing a big chunk of the season. He's come back and he's he's on fire. So I know a lot of people saying this may not be um, a future superstar, but this is a guy who can fit into that Ledmus Diaz role, the guy who can play all over the infield. And who knows? He may and, be a superstar. I mean, not and you know, Eric. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw him play the other night. Um, the first time I've gotten to see him play in person. This this kid's a specimen, Eric. He is. I, he looks like he looks like a tight end or a linebacker in a baseball uniform. And when he hits the ball, he absolutely smokes it. And then when he he plays the field, he's got a great arm. He's got a great glove. Man, he passes the eye test of a major league player right away when you see him. I mean, there's something special about this kid. I'm excited about the future for him. Um. When did Martin Maldonado have 11 home runs? That's not. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that, is that for real? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the, that's not a fake statistic. That's actually real. You know, the the only the you know he he he's either he either gets out or he or he hits a home run. It seems like. Hey, no, no, um, no. That, that's Marwin Gonzalez. Come on, come on. <laughs> okay, you know he's batting. You know he's batting 176. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't bet 170. Yeah, that's, I mean, here, let's. Speaking of uh, red hot right now, that's Carlos Cray. He went four for five tonight. He had a, um, he didn't have a home run, but he had a big double and Tucker had a double. Uh, Alvarez had a big double. And so this team is hitting, they got 17 hits and you would think with 17 hits, they would have scored more than 10 runs, but you have the lob, um, like we talked about the lob monster. And it's just like I like that. Did you just make that up on your own? I like that. The lob monster. You need to make a shirt. I think so. I, I don't think I heard it somewhere else. I just came up with it. Maybe. Hey, I have a question. How many? How many home runs did Martin Maldonado hit? Like how? What? 
how many home runs did he hit in one season? What's the most home runs he's hit? I can't talk tonight. What's the most home runs he's hit in one season? I want to say 12 last year, no. maybe? Or... It was 14 in 2017 when he was with the Angels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember he, at, I remember he had a big year one year. Yeah, he's at he's at number he's at home run eighty for his career. He's twenty away from one hundred career home runs. Not a bad thing for Martin Maldonado, yeah. you know. Um, I think with our ADD selves, we kind of went away from self uh, Seth Martinez, but uh, he throws okay. uh, ninety. Uh, he throws in the low nineties with a low arm slot. He has uh, throws above a sinker, four seam fastball, a cutter, a slider, and a changeup. So it sounds like that's starter material, depending on how he can uh, develop that. Uh, the only thing is these 27. So I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, he could be a long reliever with that type of rep- repertoire, but um, I think it's a little bit too late to be developing him into a starter. So, uh, but we'll see, but I don't know if he's a, he could, if he pitches well, he could develop, uh, he could maybe leapfrog Yimmy Garcia. Maybe. I don't know. You talking about this year? I don't know. No, Maybe. no, they're not going to sign Yimmy Garcia and let Seth Martinez take his spot. There's no way. What do you mean? Yimmy, sign? do what? What do you mean sign? Well, I mean they traded for. Okay, they traded for Yimmy Garcia. Yimmy Garcia is a major league pitcher. Seth Martinez just debuted oh, I today. I, I yeah. said, and what if he comes in over the next eleven or twelve games and just is like red hot? I mean, crazier yeah. things have happened. Crazier things have happened. I, I just don't think it's probable. I know you're the math teacher. We discussed that last night, but I don't think yeah. it's probable. But from Valdez, I'm really glad. I know we kind of uh, mentioned it, but seven innings, shutout innings, after having the cut on your finger, maybe he needs to slice his finger every – maybe the blood. No. Wow, <laughs> man. man. A little uh, Mortal Kombat X here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, but this was a great game and I'm really excited to see what they can happen, what can happen tomorrow. Um, what's the matchup? It's a, another late game. Uh, so don't listen to of me. Of course about, it is. Yeah. It's okay. We don't have to worry. You don't have to keep bringing that it's up. It's Jose Arquiti with uh-huh. a seven, three record at the 3.38 ERA versus Packy Naughton. Packy Naughton, man, that's <laughs> odd. The legendary. Look at the flow that guy has. Good yeah. lord, he's got he's got enough hair for like three eighties hair bands. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So that is I, awesome. The Astros have not faced him, so this is a uh, new pitcher. So we'll have to see what happens. But uh, that's all we got. Uh, it's a uh, it's twelve thirty, and um, thank you for listening to Locked On Astros podcast. Make sure you keep on subscribing, and make sure you go ahead and listen to Locked On Bets podcast until tomorrow night. Astros locked on Astros after dark. We'll be back or late night, whatever we call ourselves. And we'll be back tomorrow. We'd get some sleep. Good night, guys.